0: And that music can only mean one thing. The Delaware Valley Journal is on the air. The official podcast of DelawareValleyJournal.com. I'm your host, Michael Graham. With us as always, covering Bucks, Chester, Delaware, and Montgomery counties is our intrepid news editor, Linda Stein. Linda, how are you? Fine. Good morning, Michael. (laughs) Uh, Happy to have you. And of course, always happy to welcome Ambassador Carla Sands to the podcast. She's one of the candidates in the Republican primary for U.S. Senate. Ambassador, welcome to the podcast.
1: I'm so happy to join you both and all of your listeners.
0: Well, we're happy to have you. And I'm going to hand things over to Linda Stein because we're mask free here at uh, Delaware Valley Journal HQ. And we want to know how you feel about being mask free. Take it away, Linda.
2: (laughs) Ambassador Sands, um, are you in favor of uh, masks on airplanes and other forms of transportation um, that the court had just struck down? the Biden administration uh, plans to appeal that?
1: I read that, Linda, in the news. I have to say, um, I wrote an op-ed against mandates. This is months and months ago, and people can find it on my website, carlasands.com. I am opposed to any mandates. I think they're unconstitutional. I think people need to read uh, and educate themselves and make the best decision for themselves and their family. Mass have been proven in early 2020 in a medical study to make a no statistical difference. It was a study done in Denmark early on. And in fact, they had a really hard time finding a credi- credible medical journal that would actually publish it because the World Health Organization, which is controlled by the Chinese Communist Party, even though we fund much more than they do, right. uh, were telling people, to use masks and other PPE, and I think it was because they produce it and it's a money maker.
0: I want to ask you because of your experience as ambassador to Denmark. Uh, you know, there's a lot of attitude from people who are advocating maintaining mask mandates or other uh, 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 government enforced mandates. That you know, dumb knuckle dragging Americans. You're just not you know scientifically savvy, and we should be more like those intellectual Europeans. How have Europeans treated things like mandating masks and shutting down schools compared to the U.S.?
1: Well, my team in Denmark were very happy to be in Denmark with their children because they were back in school (laughs) April of 2020, (laughs) mask-free. They never insisted that little children wear masks. What a torture for little children. And the damage that the U.S., Biden administration and CDC has done to our little children with their learning deficits, allowing schools to be shut in some cases for years, it's unconscionable. I think it's actually criminal what they did. And I think they did it to take down the presidency of Donald Trump. So much misery and economic damage that they did in their actions were definitely in not in the interest of the best interest of the american citizens but instead i think it was a it was part of a political hit job you know i'm running for the us senate and i am the only candidate in this race who actually worked in the trump administration putting forward america first policies every single day that's what my team and i did because we knew that those policies were good for Americans. We had low inflation, the best employment in my lifetime, especially for women and minorities and people that don't have a college education. We
2: also, yeah. Carla, one of my friends says he, he plans to vote for you for exactly that reason. He says you're the most America first candidate and he can count on you to vote that way in the Senate. However, President Trump for some reason voted for, i um, voted, endorsed Dr. Oz. What's your thoughts on that given that you did work in his administration after all? Well, I think that
1: President Trump has not always been getting the best advice. And I can think of four different elections that the candidates got President Trump's endorsement and they lost. And we have to hold this seat in Republican hands. We know that the endorsed candidate Mehmet Oz chose to serve Turkey first, not America first, even though he says it, he actually chose as an American citizen to go fight for Turkey in the Turkish military, not the American military. We know that he doesn't share our values in Pennsylvania. He has not been strong on life. He talks about baby's heartbeats only being an electrical impulse. Well, what do you think a heartbeat is? It's an electrical impulse. He also has been weak on the second amendment, He was pro those Black Lives Matter radical. Now, I'm not talking about peaceful protests. I'm talking about getting out there. And we saw the looting and rioting and burning. He has supported the transgender minor surgeries. He says he didn't. Watch the episodes. He did. He did. He promoted. And we saw that he is very weak on the Second Amendment, supporting the CDC controlling our gun regulations, and also supporting red flag laws. He didn't just raise issues. He actually was an advocate, if you watch.
0: So I want to flip that question around. Um, what would you say if we had a room full of uh, Trump supporters, people who backed him in 16 and 20, and they mm-hmm. were looking at this endorsement and they were saying, well, gee, I guess I better you know, support the guy that Trump backed. What would be your pitch to them about why they should specific, not that they should reject the other candidates, but why should they pick Ambassador Carlos Sands?
1: Well, we so first of all, just to quickly set the table, we see there are two conservatives in the race. There's one other conservative woman, but she actually lost in a red wave year by 20 points. And you, I, folks, there was not a steal by 20 points. She lost fair and square against a very, very weak Democrat candidate. John Fetterman is a good, strong candidate. He, the, the Democrats love him and they become radical. We also have one other candidate in the race, he's a billionaire. He's the kind of guy that shipped those jobs out of Pennsylvania, offshore, and that's what's devastated Pennsylvania over the last 40 years. I would say he's closer to Beijing than he is DC, because that's where he, he chose to invest, not America, in China. And you don't make a lot of money in China without the support of the Chinese Communist Party, because they control the economy in their country. Why would they pick me? They know I'm a reliable America first vote. The rest, the squishes, no way. You're going to get Mitt Romney kind of votes. I'll vote America first. I'll always put- I'm sorry, I have
0: to inter- I have to interrupt because I was an early adopter of the word squish inside the, the center-right community. And it is so refreshing to hear a candidate for public office use the phrase appropriately. So I just wanted to, I apologize for interrupting. Please go right ahead.
1: No, no, I love it for calling that out. I mean, I think it is an appropriate word and you call it as you see it. So we know that we need a reliable America first vote in Washington that's going to actually promote Pennsylvania, that's gonna go to the mat and fight for the rights of Pennsylvania to lower regulations, to make sure taxes aren't too high on business, but also all work as a rainmaker and bring business to Pennsylvania. We're gonna need a Republican governor, but I'm gonna create that ladder of opportunity for our Pennsylvania families, for our voters and their kids and grandkids, bring jobs that are going to be able to sustain a family on one earner's income. I want those good jobs coming to Pennsylvania. I don't want them to go to Ohio or West Virginia. So we have to create a a fertile environment, but we'll do it with a Republican governor. And then I want to grow opportunity here in the tech industry, in the energy sector, which we have We're blessed with more energy than any state except Texas, but we're not reaping the benefits. I want those benefits to come here to our people in Pennsylvania. So families and companies come back to Pennsylvania for opportunity, not leave like they did in 2019, the best economic year of our lifetimes. Families and businesses voted with their feet and left $1.7 billion of GDP, left Pennsylvania that year, and they went to another state. And we just lost a congressional seat, but we can reverse that 40 plus year slide where cities and towns like Johnstown and many others across the Commonwealth have hollowed out because those companies and jobs moved offshore to places Um, like
2: Asia. Carla, what what would you do to uh, fight inflation if you're elected to the Senate? That's what everybody's worried about right now. It's the most important question, Linda. Our
1: working families and our seniors on a fixed income are suffering across the Commonwealth because the radical Biden administration has been passing these big bad bills. They're multi-trillion dollar bills stuffed with Green New Deal socialist regulation, attempting to regulate our farmers, our energy sector, really every single area of our lives. They wanna set the thermostat in our homes, folks. We have to say no, and I will stop the out-of-control spending in Washington. That's the number one driver. Inflation started off as soon as he got into office with his radical policies. But the second, the kerosene on the fire of the inflation, is his war, the Biden administration, and the left war on our domestic energy. I am calling for an energy The energy sector to ramp up I've called for operation warp speed for American and Pennsylvania energy that we harvest it, we do it cleaner than anywhere else in the world right here in America, and then we lay the pipes but we're going to need we're going to need top cover from that right for that. Because we're going to have to unjam all the regulations, the bad regulations at the federal and state level, but we can do this. But you saw,
0: Senator Ambassador, you saw the fight over the pipelines through southeastern Pennsylvania, you know, nonstop lawsuits, concerns, uh, you know, it was a bloody political fight that actually got people elected to Harrisburg, specifically on the issue of running against pipeline. Do you think that you're going to convince southeastern Pennsylvania voters to be pro-pipeline?
1: You know, here's the beautiful thing about federal power. If we have an America first president in the White House, and we have an emergency for our energy because we don't want to import Russian, Venezuelan, or Iranian energy, which is what the radical Biden administration is literally proposing, we need to have it domestic. It's cleaner here, and it also is economic security, but national security, because Putin showed us energy is not just a commodity, it's a weapon. And we need this for our security and the security of our allies so we can sell some to them and they don't need Russian energy. So at the federal level, if we have an America first president, those communities can't stop it. The fed, the power of the federal government in an emergency situation is enormous. And we can even send a pipe through New York to New England. So tomorrow or when we get that energy there, they're not heating their homes with Russian energy, which they do today. They still heat their homes in New England with Russian energy, even though they are paying part of the cost of Russia invading Ukraine. They're funding it, along with the Chinese Communist Party. So inflation, we have to get a hold of it. We're going to bring down. When your listeners are pumping their gas, I want them to think of Carla Sands for the Senate. I'm going to bring that price down.
2: And Yeah. Oh, Carla, you had mentioned um, Putin and and the war in Ukraine. Um, What would you recommend uh, different than than what the Biden administration is already doing?
1: Well, let me tell you about that. First, I want to just share with your listeners. I need their help. My website, carlasands.com, I need their help. I need them to volunteer if they can help us fund this campaign. I need their help. I'm the only conservative candidate and the only candidate that can beat John Fetterman, because I have capabilities nobody has in this race. I worked to get a level playing field in trade, internationally as the US ambassador working for President Trump. I worked to secure our country against Russia and China. I worked with NATO and the Department of Defense to counter them. My team and I blocked that Russian gas pipeline. It never got completed because we blocked it in my area of responsibility the entire time I was the ambassador. I blocked Chinese made 5G in Denmark. It was the first European country to say, we're not going to use that spyware. So we countered Russia and China. We increased our trade with Denmark while I was the ambassador over 43%. I know how to create jobs and to fight for American rights and to fight for Pennsylvania rights. Putin invaded Ukraine because Biden is not only a weak president, and we all see it, he's not hes not capable or competent, but he's also corrupt. We all knew that that Hunter Biden laptop was real and it got suppressed during the election. It actually was censored, just like they do in the old Soviet Union. They censored that story, big tech. So we know that Putin had a corrupt, and compromise president in the White House. So he's not gonna do anything against Putin as Putin rolls into Ukraine. We know that Ukraine needs our help. Congress passed $13 billion of aid for Ukraine. I think that Biden's rolled out maybe around 2 billion in aid. We need to get the, the arms and the aid to Zelensky and the Ukrainian people so that they can stand up against Russia. Certainly they seem very capable and they've certainly gotten a better military over the years working with their allies. This is a European nation, Ukraine. Certainly we want them to do well and deter Russia. But my concern is about our own Southern border and how it's being overrun by more illegal aliens right now than ever in the history of our country. And the Chinese made fentanyl is coming in through that southern border and being sold throughout our country. And it's the number one killer of our young Americans. And we have to stop it. Ambassador,
0: you mentioned you mentioned uh, the big tech censoring the Joe, the uh, Biden Hunter Biden laptop story. They've obviously done other things. You know, Elon Musk is in the middle of this fight. Uh, Would you be one of the Republicans supporting federal legislation to regulate big tech? And what would you want that regulation to look like?
1: Well, that's a very important question. One of the reasons I'm running was the cancellation of conservative voices as I was watching, working in Copenhagen on behalf of all Americans as the U.S. ambassador. We saw them cancel even a sitting U.S. president. During the pandemic, These I used, you know, I used to be sort of a free marketeer and go, you know, it's a private company, they can do what they want. But this pandemic showed us something different. It showed us that these tech companies are now the public square, because we all went to school and did our business over zoom, and we all talked to our family and friends over the tech companies capabilities, we have to regulate them like the telephone company, and I will work to do that at the federal level. I'll work to do other things to protect Pennsylvania families at the federal level. I'll work to ban critical race theory. I do not believe that the federal government should teach our children to hate each other and to hate their country, and I'll ban it, but also we cannot allow teachers to take the innocence of our little school children and try to warp their little minds, their little innocent minds, so we must ban teachers from trying to sexualize our little children. They should be learning to read and their, you know, their ABCs and learning math and how to color and not, not this kind of perverted stuff.
0: And finally, who won the 2020 election?
1: I refer you to Senator Rand Paul. His statement was, was the election of 2020 stolen? He said, yes, it was. He said we did a forensic analysis. And if the Mark Zuckerberg and his family money that went into that nonprofit and funded how the election was held did not go into the election, Donald Trump would be president today. So the Zuckbucks stole the election. There were other things that went on. We know where there's smoke, there's fire. But Rand Paul, a sitting senator, said the election was stolen by the Zuckbucks. Mark Zuckerberg has already committed. 80 million dollars to this 2022 election in an attempt to steal it again. So, we're going to need that Virginia governor's election playbook. Republicans are going to need to volunteer more than they ever have before. We're going to need really sharp lawyers to be able to step in at the in one phone call to stop the nonsense and the steal. But we're going to need to make sure too that the Pennsylvania government does not impose new kinds of mandates where we're gonna have drop boxes and all the different mischief that they laid out that allowed them to cheat in 2020. I will work to ban at the federal level, private oligarch money controlling how our elections are held. I do not believe that private individuals should be able to control how an election is held, where the
2: ballots are counted. That should rest with our county parties. Carla, we really appreciate you coming on our podcast today. Thank you so much.
0: Yes, thank you.
2: You're so welcome. If I, Just if your listeners are undecided, I hope they'll take a
1: hard look at Carla Sands for Senate. I'll always fight for Pennsylvania. I'll do what's right. And I'll always be on the offense to defend our Constitution, our free speech, and our freedom of religion.
0: Thanks so much. Thanks so much for listening to the Delaware Valley Journal podcast. We cover Bucks, Chester, Delaware, and Montgomery counties. We always love hearing from you. Please email dvjeditor at insidesources.com. That's dvjeditor at insidesources.com. Or better still, just drop by delawarevalleyjournal.com. Thanks again for listening. I'm your host, Michael Grant.